Okay, so we wanted to create a podcast on going celibate. <laughs> because we're just having so much sex. <laughs> We need to chill. Do you know what I mean? I wish oh, that was true. I wish. Um, no, so we wanted to create a podcast because we've all decided to take some time and focus on things other than romantic engagements. So. I didn't realise that's what the podcast was about. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you joking? No! That's literally what I put on the chat earlier. Oh, fucking what hell. What did you I think it was about? <laughs> I didn't read it. Oh, oh, what did you think we were going to talk about? I thought we were winging it. <laughs> we're talking about how we're all going celibate. Yes, and I agree. Are you, are you, are you, are you, do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. Like I've always wanted to do a podcast, yeah, but I never imagined myself doing one about something like this topic, which for me is quite difficult to be open about mm. why is it difficult for you to be interesting open yeah come on let's unpack I think because I keep my cards quite close to my chest when it comes to like relationships not to my mates but I mean to like people who know me or don't know me like I'm pretty open about it with my close mates for sure but mm. when it comes to like the public I don't think I'd ever imagine myself being comfortable with like talking about I don't know my self-worth in that sense Mm. does that make sense it does make sense yeah I mean it depends what sort of all right okay so I think we should clarify what we mean by celibate yeah yeah what do we actually mean by that so what we mean by celibate what I I'm going to give you my interpretation my interpretation of a celibate is we are going to stop engaging with any kind of fling any kind of like situationship any kind of like dating apps and we're just going to focus on work going to focus on having fun um and yeah just maybe say for the next three months we're not going to get involved with anyone or have sex with anyone oh my god they're actually doing it yeah (laughs) So it's until May. It's so funny. So three. What we'll do is we'll do three months. Yeah. And then we will reevaluate. <laughs> yeah, I think for me it's important because when I first thought about this, it scared the shit out of me because I've always either been in a relationship or if I'm not in a relationship, I'm like looking for someone to chat to exactly. or mm. I'm looking for that excitement when I go out. Like if there's a fit guy, I'm like, have they noticed yeah. me? And it's like. What I've noticed is that too much of my life is preoccupied by the opposite sex. And yes. Do you know what Oh I mean? my God, yeah. <laughs> so I think because it scares me so much, I'm like, shit, I've got to do this. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm like, what? oh no, go on. I was going to say, like, even like the other night, we were in your room and I was like, I don't want to go to my room. I don't want to be by myself. And yeah. you were like, I don't want to be by myself. <laughs> like, we should be able to be by ourselves. I know. Not feel like and I think a lot of this was sparked by that podcast by Stephen Bartlett that you started listening to. Yes. Where he said, he said this amazing thing. What's his name? Jay Shetty. Yeah. I've never heard of him before, but... You've that, never heard no, of Jay Shetty? Oh my So he God. was like, basically, if you don't work on yourself, 
and you enter a relationship at stage like four or five, you'll never get to like level 10 in your relationship because you've skipped out like the really important steps like one, two and three, which is the self-work. Yes. And he was basically saying how like we're so conditioned to believe that happiness comes from being in a relationship that we're so scared to be on our own. We need to be in a relationship first. Mm. But then none of us are going to have that like 10 ultimate like healthy relationship because we've not done yeah. the self-work first. Yeah. And I realised like I'm 28 in like less than a month and, yeah. I'm, <laughs> and I cannot wait any longer to do that work because otherwise I'm going to be 40 and I would have had my kids and then realised shit, the thing? I need to go back and do the work. Do you know what I mean? But also like being in a relationship is really romanticised by so much of the media we're exposed to like Love Island is a perfect example of that like <laughs> we, we freaking love it um, <laughs> but it is it does romanticise this idea that yeah. like being in a couple is like the be all and end all and even like like rom-coms we all love a rom-com and I think that's because we love mm. to get lost in the fantasy of like this one it's person that's meant for you it's like one day my prince will come. Oh no! <laughs> that was literally what, when I was a, when I was a little girl. I was like that was what I used to vibe with. Mm. Like yeah, all those same. like princess like yeah like waiting for your prince. And I think it's kind of still ingrained in me a little bit. Same. Mm. I remember being like ten, and I was like, when I'm twenty five, I'm twenty five now. But when I'm twenty five. I'm going to have my husband and kids. Mm. Why is that sold to us at such a young age? It's only recently that we've started seeing, like, more content around, like, what it means to be an empowered female in your 20s and actually explore being alone and, and, like, feel content in that and, like, actually, like, figure out what your needs are as a person, um before you enter a relationship and then you're like oh god because mm. i think also we do fun- we do thrive as humans when we're in a partnership that's like mutually uh, like respectful like your values and your like beliefs are honored and also championed i do think that that's where we thrive but in order for us to get there exactly as kind of jay shetty said you need to kind of take a step back and be by yourself first and feel comfortable in that. Know that you are safe and capable of being by yourself. Yeah. And then enter a relationship without being like, I've got all this baggage that I haven't dealt with and I'm just going to put it all on you. I feel like the baggage never ends because there's always stuff that comes (laughs) up. But I feel like starting the work at least, like being comfortable by ourselves Mm. and like, you know being comfortable in our own company not needing someone else whilst also growing and working on ourselves and then finding someone who is also on the same path Mm. who is just aware and like also doing the work also growing also Mm. has done the work of being comfortable by themselves and then coming together because I just feel like fucking healing just never ends but it's a good thing like I've got a question do you think it's necessary to understand the root of your baggage to heal it no I don't think so no I I don't know I think mixed 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 views I think yes and no I think it depends on what it is I think if it's something huge 
and something that can really get in the way of your life like you can't progress in your career and relationships and whatnot then yeah yeah I think it is good like like traumatic experiences yeah. basically but if it's something small like being told off when you were younger for getting something wrong I think it's so it's yeah. impossible to go back to that well, I mean everybody had that exactly they? but also sometimes <coughs> the trauma that we experience is pre-verbal and that means that when we're in therapy and we're trying to unpack it, well, depending on what modality of therapy you use, like trying to unpack it verbally and understand it completely is sometimes like not feasible because you might have had a fragile nervous system that was three years old that wasn't able to explain mm. what was going on. Yeah. And in that way, understanding it, well, rather than actually just processing it through maybe breath work, body work, somatic healing that's why those three modalities are so important um yeah and i just want to clarify that obviously we're not therapists but no no no, yeah just speak on like what we know and our experiences but what really helped me when i first went through like my self-development journey and like understanding myself in relationships was realizing that it wasn't my personality i wasn't back then i wasn't like crazy i wasn't like super insecure because of me like it's actually it was something that I learned through my childhood and that's what gave me hope because when I started unpacking it and realizing okay this is a lot to do with like my relationship with my dad and all this stuff that went on when I was younger um it means that I can change it and that was like a light at the end of the tunnel because what used to make it really hard for me when I was having like really anxious moments and feeling like I was basically crazy I used to think well I can't believe this is my personality like I've just got to deal with like me being a crazy person yeah and so yeah it was just really useful for me to understand that okay these are things that I've learned and I can actually unlearn them Mm. yeah that's so true that's so unbelievably true it's so hard like I'm so grateful to be on this journey but sometimes like oh my god there's more and there's more there's more and I think I'm just learning like how to be okay with there always being something Mm. and seeing it as something like exciting Mm. and yeah a part of me and a part of my growth instead of being something that I want to push away and like reject and shame yeah I mean it's just an opportunity to like get a closer relationship with yourself right and each step of the way although there's usually one heck of a shitty period where you're like Mm. god this is crap like trying to unlearn this trying to process this Mm. you normally after that find that areas of your life just become so Mm. much easier like Mm. for example like about the worth and what was it we were talking about earlier um i found something easier because i've worked on my self-worth You guys don't even listen to me. No, I can't remember. I was eating donuts. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, I have found that like I will work on something, and then, for example, like I worked on when I was twelve years old. I felt like my support system broke down, and as a result of that, I was using money and attracting men into my life that were as a trauma response of that. So it was like. Yeah. 
I was like, okay, I'm still living in the pattern of a 12 year old that thinks that she needs to support herself in a really toxic way from like a fear perspective. And I'm also attracting men into my life, sorry dad, that are emotionally unstable. And like, that's my <laughs> familiarity. So then I'm doing that. And it's like, now that I've processed that, like men that are emotionally unstable are so much less appealing to me. So yes, you go through that shitty period and yes, there is always mm. something, but ultimately you then start doing things differently mm. and life becomes easier. You have a closer relationship yeah. with yourself, you know? I think also that's the journey and also the beauty of life. Yeah. And I think also <clears throat> that Jay guy was saying was like self-worth comes from building strength which comes from going through shit times. Mm. So, like, you actually become... You feel more worthy when you realise, like, you are strong and that comes from overcoming loads of stuff. Do you know what I mean? I know. I remember being at uni and being around people who... I was going through, like, a pretty rough time in third year. Mm. And I remember our housemates were just so, like... What do you mean? Anxious? I don't get anxious. I'm not going to name names. But I would look at them and be like, Meredith. fuck you. <laughs> Definitely not Meredith. Well, I, I was the therapist. Yeah, I was going to say. But I'd be like, how are you so normal? How are you not experiencing anxiety? And it's not until like I kind of grew up a bit. Mm. And I realised that actually like I wouldn't know the things I know now if I hadn't experienced that. I wouldn't have been thrown into this world because before I was kind of like, oh yeah, yoga's cool. You know, meditation, <laughs> oh that's kind of supposed to be good for you. <laughs> and it's not until I actually needed, needed those it. things mm. where I was like the teacher appears when the student is ready. Yes. Mm. Oh I was ready. I was like, <laughs> give me everything. And then I just started diving into this world because I was just trying to alleviate my symptoms of anxiety. And then I discovered, like, oh, nutrition, obviously, like, a good diet can alleviate symptoms. And this and exercise and, yeah. But then also, I want to say something I also learned along the way was the fact that the personal development world in itself can be quite toxic because it's like... Seeing yourself as a consistent project as opposed to a whole human being is mm. like toxic in itself because you're constantly thinking that that's ultimately teaching yourself that you are constantly not good not, enough. Not good enough. Yeah. Whereas, like, on the flip side, it's like, okay, I am a completely whole human being and um, I am worthy of everything just as I am. However, these parts of my life aren't functioning in a resourceful way and mm. I'd like to alter that. I like that a lot because then you're always feeling like you're not good enough if there's something that you need to work on. Exactly. So it's like seeing yourself as whole and just being like, okay, I can see that my behaviour patterns in this area are unresourceful. How can I work on that? Maybe that's inner child work. Maybe that's just reframing. Maybe that's meditation, yoga, whatever your modality. Yeah. But, like, seeing yourself first is, like, if I weren't to change, if I had to stay like this for the rest of my life, I am completely worthy of love. I am completely worthy of everything I desire. And there's nothing wrong with me, you know? Because it can become addictive. I think inner child work really helps with that. Like, showing compassion to your younger Mm. self. I... I didn't realise how impactful that was until recently, until mm. I'd done it, like, without even thinking about mm. it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was just kind of like, oh, little Chrissy, and I was like, oh, 
little Chrissy, and I just imagine myself like being this little girl, and yeah. I was just like, oh bless you, you don't deserve yeah. that. Like mm. what the fuck? Mm. And then I just like crying, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. it's happening like without me even trying yeah. to do it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's because you've started to feel safe within yourself, which is really good. Yeah, I think we should go around the room and talk about why um. we're doing this. <laughs> go back to celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because this is this also this is good because it's also going to hold us accountable. You know, it's also going to be yeah. like now that this is on the internet, regardless oh, of who fucking sees it, we're yeah. going to out you if you fucking break it. Well, we've got we've got out each other. That's what I mean. We're going to yeah, out each other on here. But right, okay. One thing I also wanted to say was the fact that the first thought that I had when Nuna mentioned it was the fact that nights out are actually going to be so much more fun. Yeah, because yeah. we're not going to be like fucking. Um, he's, he's fit, 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 he's when one of us feels like we need help, like we're feeling like we need to reach for the, well, in my case, we need help. <laughs> yours is like reaching for the credit card. Like, <laughs> I don't know what your. I don't know. What's work. your work? work. <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah. working till 12. Where's Luna at 6 a.m.? I'm at Maui. Oh, but guys, you know this means no exes, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my stomach just turned. <laughs> you can't speak to your oh exes. Oh my god. <laughs> Chrissy. <laughs> right. Right. But, yeah, so if any of us is feeling like we need support, we need, like, a code word or something. Yeah. What's the code word? We look like... Donuts. Uh, yeah, okay. I've probably already have eaten them, but... <laughs> um, so what does donuts mean? It means that... I'm feeling I'm struggling. fragile. I'm struggling. Help. I really want to speak to a boy. Yeah. yeah. I need validation. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> imagine. It's actually like for me, I find this embarrassing. For me, like, I, I find it embarrassing. I, like, I also find it liberating. But I feel like so many women go through this, yeah. especially yeah. in their twenties. Like, it's not embarrassing. But I don't like. We've just to come. All it. of us have just come out of relationships. Well. Yeah. So, but all of us have. Like, yeah. we're we're in that stage where we were used to someone for how many years, and it's like we're trying to replace that. And it's we should forgive ourselves and show compassion because it's all we need for the last how many years. <laughs> Stop slobbering all over my face. <laughs> it's not a dick. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna make the vape addiction worse. Oh my god, <laughs> no! Gotta be sticking it left, right, and center. <laughs> what? What the hell? <laughs> also, we're not allowed to tell lesbian, okay? Yeah. Like anything, like okay, celibate is celibate. Celibate is celibate. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a witch's fucking. Sounds like a cult. Yeah. Celibacy cult. Celibacy. <laughs> um, right. So the reason that we are doing this. What's the reason we're right, doing this, Luna? So I <clears throat> came out of a almost five year relationship, Woo. and I guess I very quickly got into like another one not a serious one but I started I guess seeing someone a situation a situationship 
and it brought up a lot of discomfort and like a lot of anxiety and I realized that I wasn't ready and that actually like I'm not ready for a relationship so I shouldn't be entertaining anything that could lead to a relationship Mm. and that includes like sex it includes sleeping with some uh, so, well they're the same thing <laughs> sex chatting to someone like flirting with someone on a night out like yeah. that option is Texting just someone. exactly that, that option has to be closed I'm single but I'm just not ready to mingle and that's yeah. it maybe that should be the name of the podcast I'm single, single and not, not ready, ready to mingle, mingle. <laughs> it's a bit long though just put single not ready to mingle yeah. single no mingle single no singling no mingling singling no mingling <laughs> okay so but yeah so that's it I'm on a journey to discover myself and discover I'm on a self discover I'm going to find myself <laughs> so um, embodied um, but no, that is it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just understand me and my values and what I want, and then I'll be in a better position to understand what I want from my future partner because yeah. I'll know myself so well. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's like saying same reasons. Oh, cop out. <laughs> Give us a bit more detail. I want to be comfortable in my own company. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do that a couple years ago, and then I got into a relationship. So I want to try again, mm-hmm. um, and I want to be comfortable and give myself reassurance and validation, and not have to seek it from someone else, and not rely on anyone else to give me the happiness that I can give myself. And that's not to say I don't ever want to get into a relationship. Like I don't, I know I'm. When I next get into my relationship, I want it to be because that person provides something in my life and adds value to my life, not to fill a hole. Mm-hmm. So I want to already have filled the hole. <laughs> I thought no, that was quite holes, okay. No, that was quite inspirational. <laughs> yeah, but we're now. Yeah, no well, hole filling. Only emotional hole filling. So I want to. Feel Uh, you want to fill your own hole? Wait, yes. wait. Are we allowed to? I meant the voice. Oh shit! Oh my god! I didn't think Can we masturbate? Oh, we have to. Come on, what else are we gonna do? Guys, hey. that's gonna be so much worse. Can you imagine? You're gonna be itching. We get to black sounds, and we'll be like. Oh uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Apparently, listen to this. No. Apparently, men are less likely to cheat if they masturbate. It keeps them like <laughs> No, but do you see what I'm trying to say here? I guess so. We're less likely to be like on a fucking rampage. Yeah, there you yeah. go. If your needs are met, then you don't need. Alright, but no time. dildos. What? I don't have one. Do you have one? I really didn't think we were going to go get to this part of the podcast. I'm very open, but you know. <laughs> no, alright, alright. No, no, come on, dildos are allowed. Alright. Don't take that away from me. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> what you meant with my dildo? Because no man's as good as my dildo. Um, because, why am I doing this? Because 
I've reached a stage in my life where I am comfortable by myself. I am comfortable. That's nice. It is nice. I am comfortable in my own company. I enjoy my own company. I don't feel the need to have cuddles or anything like that. Um, but I'm still finding that, or at least in my last relationship, I lost so much of who I was because I was attempting to meet my needs in an unresourceful way. And like, I was giving up parts of my personality in order to please someone. And I'm sure they were doing the same thing. But it was such a toxic dynamic that like, I came out and I was like, well, who the fuck am I, you know, like... Same. And I don't want that again. I never want to feel like I can't be myself in a relationship. I can't, like... I can't thrive. Like, my main goal is to thrive so that when someone does come along, I'm already thriving, you know? Mm -hmm. We're not always thriving, but, like, at least I know that no one is going to compromise that. I want to be solid in my own foundations of, like, I can support Mm. myself and meet my needs. You are a benefit. You're not someone that's a... Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm just relating to that. So I think that was my issue, is that I came out of a relationship where I wasn't getting the affection and the connection that I wanted. Yeah. So I jumped very quickly into a relationship that fulfilled that. I had so much affection and connection, but I was then so blinded by like getting something that I hadn't had for so long mm. that I didn't actually analyse whether that person was right for me. Yeah. And I think this is why this is so important. I just want to get to like a stable place where my decisions are like based on like clarity and like mm. understanding rather than just, you know, being pulled in something because I'm lacking it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. You make perfect sense. Mm. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> no, no, we have no, to high five. Let them high each other. No, go again. That was rubbish. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thanks, guys. Wish us luck. Thank you. Wish us luck and stay tuned to see how it goes. We'll be releasing once a week. Well, so you can bet on who's going to (laughs) fail. Yeah. (laughs) Bets are open. We're taking bets. Shit. It's going to be you. Bye. Bye.